Drop the subject. <clears throat> All right, is this thing on? Drop the subject on the new channel Q. It is Wednesday. I'm Allie Johnson, and Jared Hill is with me. That's Welcome, me. sir. I'm Jared Hill. I'm here. I'm with you. How the hell are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm I'm good. I had a question for you actually right off the bat. And we have a lot of exciting things on today's show. We are talking we're gonna be doing the gay MA, which we have been doing on a weekly basis now. And Another one of my faves. Yes, and I, I had all kinds of questions for Kevin Klein as a straight man, but mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. I have a whole new set of questions for a gay man, and I assume you have a lot for a lesbian as well. I, you know, one or two at least. We also will be doing later in the show. A couples quiz because you and I are radio new newly married new radio husband and wife. You know it's interesting that we have like this heteronormative thing that we kind of fall into actually being a gay man and a lesbian. But you're kind of my work wife now. Yeah. So yeah. But I think that we our roles would still be switched. Like I think I'd be taking out the trash and you would be cooking. Primary, actually, yes, because I hate taking out the garbage and I love to cook. <laughs> so there is that. But well, I'd I'd still probably check the oil in the oh, car. Oh, I would do that too. Okay, I'll let you do it. Okay, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Who's I'm the worst t- driver out of us? I think I'm the a pretty good driver. Oh, okay, I'm a really bad driver. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I, I I do interior design. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay, yeah. I guess we can stop right there. Since we really are traveling down a path here. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, well, what'll be interesting is that I found a couple's compatibility quiz, mm-hmm. which basically will, it, it'll put us into a category of what type of couple we are mm-hmm. i actually did this this quiz earlier today on my my actual marriage with my wife mm-hmm. and the results were very were very interesting so i'm i'm gonna be really interested to see how ours turns out together especially since we don't know each other super well yet okay that'll be fun so we have that coming up but first off something happened to me last night and i don't know if this has ever happened to you when you go say you Going through your day and maybe you engage in some physical activity and then you're not really looking or smelling your freshest when you get to the grocery store. (laughs) Okay. Has this happened to you? (laughs) You know. Yeah, sure. That's happened. Okay. So this happened to me last night because I decided I was going to take myself, of course, because I'm gay, I was going to take myself on a hike. I went I went alone. Just went. It was me and nature. Just spent some time with each other. Right. I, I, I laid on a tree for a while, but I actually got lost on the trail, and I was in a very remote part of the canyon or whatever, I mm-hmm. wherever I was. Thank God Siri was still there with me. Otherwise, I think I would still be there. <laughs> the one thing she's good for. Yeah. yeah. She she actually terrified me because I, was, I had lost the trail, and it was silent, and I didn't know where the hell I was, and I was thinking, man, a mountain lion could really just come out of nowhere and attack me. And you're a white woman, and, so it definitely <laughs> wants you. Like, just in the, in the, in the hills by yourself. That's <laughs> like, a, this woman eats well. That's a new story got, looking to happen. Are you totally. kidding me? I mean, I was going to be the lost hiker found in blah, 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 Absolutely. Yeah, it's always a white woman or a white man. It is. That's never because we're the only ones dumb enough to go hiking by ourselves. You said that. (laughs) So (laughs) I was thinking at the at that moment, I was like, any at any moment, a mountain lion could come or a pack of coyotes could come eat me alive. Probably no one would find me for days. Mm. And then right at that moment, Siri went, "Hmm, I don't know that one." And I was like, (gasps) "Ah, ah." "Are you serious?" Yeah, she just like inserted herself into my life while I was out there getting terrified by myself and she was like I'm still here and I was like oh god uh anyway I also had yeah it was it was pretty creepy it my heart was pounding and then at one point 
I was lost in these rocks and I was trying to get back down. I could see the trail down beneath these rocks and I was trying to get through and I almost got stuck wedged like I was wedged between these two rocks and I was like, great, now I'm in a 127 hours situation where I'm going to have to cut my own arm off in order to survive and I'm not that strong. I'm not going to be able to do that. I love that you immediately went to this is where I will die. <laughs> not like, how can I get out of this? Like, I'm done. <laughs> That's it's it. It's a wrap. I'm going to have to cut my arm off. Like, I, if I really did have to cut my arm off, I'd probably do so within like 15 minutes of getting stuck. I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I've got to get out. I've got to just gnaw my hand off. You'd be like, you do realize if you would have just waited a minute, you'd have yeah, been Yeah, I would have just shimmied right. out of it, which is what ended up happening. So anyway, I finally get back to my car. I've been out way longer than I was supposed to. I smelled horrible. I looked like I had been basically rock climbing inadvertently, right. not like trying to get back on this trail. I looked extremely disheveled. Mm-hmm. So then I, I decided on the way home I was going to grab a couple of things for dinner. I went to the grocery store, got in, not self-checkout. I went to regular checkout. Mm-hmm. So there were, And there was a full line of people. Sure. And I was still in my hiking boots, and I had like pieces of twig coming out of me and stuff like that. You still I, have the death cloud looming over you. I did, yeah. <laughs> and I had that, like, you know, after you've been exercising a long time, just that kind of daze of like, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. So anyway, then I get home. And I was telling Katie, my wife, I was like, here's what I got at the grocery store. And she was like, oh, my God, stand over there. Yay. I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, it's not it's not good. She said it is bad news. And I was like, why well, went to the, I went in public like this? And she, she was, was like, like, you should not have gone to the grocery store looking like that. You let people see you. Like you, this? you let people smell you like that. <laughs> so my thing is. That's not fair because I ha- I wanted to get something for us on the way home, and just because I got stuck in 127 hours doesn't mean that <laughs> people should be able to judge me. Well, what's great about that is like those at least we're not like famous, right? We're in the public, oh, but I think like that's clear. This is one of those moments where someone walks up and knows who you are. In right. the grocery store, and they're like, "You are at your most funktastical. Totally. You smell awful." And, and that's like, when someone's Allie like, "From Channel Q." Oh my god, I totally recognize your voice. Are you? <laughs> and you're like, "No, no, I'm Jarrett." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. Well, here's my proposed solution to this. Okay, I think that people should have different shirts to wear based on what they're doing that day to let people know. Like, I want a shirt that says, "I just went to the gym." Or oh, okay. I went on a hike or I just went camping or something that can at least alert people as to why I look the way that I do, especially because I live in an area where there's some kind of highfalutin grocery stores and everyone looks really done up. Well, listen, I'm a big fan of the the graphic tee that has like a direct message on it. So I'm all the way here for that. And I, I think, think that, it, it, it always works. Yeah. I, well, I, I was like, man, there are graphic tees for pretty much everything. Exactly. But there aren't really graphic tees for what we just did. Like <laughs> what we've been doing that day that can actually give people information. Like, that's valuable. I, you want a shirt that says, I smell bad because I almost died. Leave <laughs> yes. me alone. At least I there have my arms. Yes, okay, exactly. Let me just buy my grapes in peace. All right. Well, um, I, we can work on that and that's easy to get done. <laughs> yes, Trust okay, me. Great. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about the Freshman 15. Is it still a thing everyone's graduating right now and as you're getting ready to send maybe your kid to school or someone you know is getting ready to go to college um whether or not the freshman 15 is even still a thing because of all like this nutrition stuff that we have going on right. instagram is full of every six-packed abbed check chest pecked i don't even know what yeah, that word is food porn everywhere too. there's exactly I mean, there's like how what are you supposed to do we'll talk about that yeah. when we come back drop the subject we'll be right back 
Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. And Jared has also got already gotten started on making graphic tees. I am. I, we can order these and have them done by like next week. <laughs> I think they that, will be here. I think that making t-shirts is like a five cent deal now. Like you it's can do so that. Easy. So che- yeah, like I think it's even cheaper than making buttons at this point. <laughs> Uh, at least I know from like you know uh, bachelorette party experiences and stuff like that. They're like, all right, you want the whole package? It's twenty bucks. We got everything. We could um, we could do that and then offer them on the website on weirdtownq.com. We'll okay. we'll make whatever t-shirts we want and then tell Brian that we've we've got to make the money though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the proceeds will go to us exactly. To Jared, I'm sure that'll be fine. Okay, great. All right, the freshman fifteen. Now, I don't know if you experienced this in your college years. Uh, you know, I didn't really, at least I didn't think I experienced the freshman 15, but yeah. it's something that people constantly talk about. And now there's this interesting update in whether or not it still exists. And if it does, what are the responsibilities of schools to actually do something about it? Because, you know, we all talk about childhood ob- obesity, but what about... You know, collegiate a, a, obesity. What? Collegiate obesity. Colle- yeah, collegiate obesity is definitely still a problem, according to this. I didn't gain necessarily the freshman 15. I basically just gained, I think, binge drinking weight. <laughs> Which still counts. Which I guess counts. Yeah. But I also didn't eat a lot because I was poor. Yeah, there's that. And I mean, if you think about the stuff that we were, I I mean, we were going to the cafeteria and my friend was like shoving sandwiches in her pants to try and get like, we were trying to find any way we could to just smuggle food into our apartment. But see, I think all of that is what the freshman 15 is. So it's like you're eating, you're not just like out eating pizza every night, but like it's, you're eating terrible food because you don't have a bunch of money or you're going out to a bunch of parties and you're doing a bunch of alcohol and party food and stuff like that. So I think that's probably where the freshman 15 comes from because it's like your your eating patterns have changed so much from like being at home where you hopefully seemingly have like home cooked meals and all that yeah, kind of stuff or you're going out to actually making stuff for you. Exactly. Right? Whatever your parental structure was that you were probably cooking at home and going out to restaurants or whatever that looked like or you know like you were at least still having dinner with someone else you know what I mean like it wasn't like the the scavenge kind of way that you live in college um, for most people so that's that's probably part of what the freshman 15 is yeah did you experience the freshman 15 well I had a non-traditional experience so I went to community college for the first two years and still lived at home and then I transferred to a four-year university in my third year so so you get the third year 15? I, I feel like I did pick up like maybe 10 pounds. Okay. Um, but like I, it would have been like the junior, the junior 10 or something like that. Uh, but then after that, I think I, I really started to pick it up because I was like, I was, I, I lived in a house with a bunch of, with three other roommates and I was like cooking all the time and like just doing whatever. Like it was like free reign to do whatever you want. So yeah, I guess it depends on what cooking experience you have because yeah. if your parents taught you how to cook and you have any kind of culinary experience whatsoever, you probably won't gain as much of the freshman 15 or in Australia, they call it the freshman fatties. <laughs> nice. Which I was like, wow, all right, that's pretty. Or I think they called the freshman 10 or, or the freshman five and I was like oh this is like in stone or whatever you know oh, it was like right. they do it like in dog years or something there well, I think what's interesting about it is we have so much more access to like 
apps to like figure out what we're eating, what it means to our bodies, how many steps we've taken, you know, what we're supposed to weigh, whatever that means. Monitored now. Yeah. So it's like it seems like it'd be easier to stay in better shape. But I'm like, I have all those apps on my phone and I use basically none of them. You know what I mean? (laughs) They're just a good reference. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's good to know that I'm five thousand dollars, five thousand steps short of where I should be or, you know, whatever it is. So, yeah, I just I guess I wonder if everyone is doing that in college or if they're also in the same place that we were, which was just kind of going going class to class and just in in kind of like a totally different immersive world where you're not really thinking about yeah. that stuff and they're not really adulting yet. Yeah, or I feel if they like- are like using their Fitbits and using Apple Watches to track everything and then being like, I'm vegan or I'm pescatarian well, you know, or whatever. The other part of that is like, we, we, I think we talked about this a few days ago, is like the depression that comes along. Oh, I was talking with someone about like the depression that comes along with um, social media because like there's so much depression that is born out of social media where people are comparing themselves to their friends and to like these idealistic images that they see of, like I said, six packs and abs and all that. Um, and like they have this idea that they're supposed to to be something and considering kids in college now have always had social media and they've always had these things like they're walking around within their pocket that kind of validates this idea that you're not good enough or that someone else is always doing better right. than you so like I, I could imagine that there's probably also a heightened sense of like wanting to look a certain way wanting to fit into this ideal but the flip side of that is like we also have like a lot more people who are like I'm fat this is what I am and like accept it embrace right. it and I you know what that, I mean yeah, so, body positivity is, yeah. is becoming more yeah is more, more out in the open I think people will be more transparent on social media than they used to be I think right. when social media first started to become popularized everyone was like this is the best part of me right exactly all the time everything's so great I'm great I'm I, happy I'm great I'm happy this is me and my boyfriend and then suddenly he's not in any of my pictures but everything's fine <laughs> exactly and yeah. then now people are like opening up about depression and and you know the totally. mental health stuff and just all kinds of so I mean I think that it's it is changing but then it's also tough because you see all these skinny people all over Instagram and you feel bad about yourself and then you see like a ramen burger and you're like oh but I want that mm. so yeah right it's a ramen burger I've think. had a ramen burger is it wait is it ramen in the middle or ramen, it's ramen the in bun? the middle no 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 it's ramen oh man I can't is it like remember. dry it's a ramen, ramen bun it's a ramen it's the so it's bun like, is made out of crunchy ramen oh that sounds amazing yeah it's really great so I used to when I was a kid like I said I I always cooked like I grew up in a family where everyone cooked because my grandmother had a restaurant like we had a lot of cooking so I oh, grandma had a restaurant my grandmother had a restaurant that's when I was amazing a kid. Yeah. I really so, would love it if somebody in my family had a damn restaurant. Well, so well, like everyone in my family for the most part knows how to cook. My aunt makes one thing really well. Um, but what is the one thing? I, it's like this chicken casserole thing that she yeah, makes. Okay. She makes that, and that's. that's but because of that, I would take like top ramen, and after I started getting really bored with it, I would start adding in like frozen like, vegetables yep. and like adding in meat and all this other stuff. So I was like, ramen's not so bad, and I'm actually kind of a fan of it. I haven't had it in a long time, but as we're talking about it now, I'm like. Oh, I could totally go for that, and it it goes back to my freshman my freshman days. Like, yeah, yeah my, my uh, a girl that w- I went to college with would do all kinds of crazy stuff to her ramen, and I was always amazed by that. Yeah. I was like, you mean you're not just putting it in a bowl and eating it the yeah. way it is? It if was like, you, no, she added like ground beef and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, if you if you don't use that seasoning packet that has like all the sodium in it the noodles themselves actually are a really cool texture so you can like throw all kinds of stuff in there so okay well i now i just want ramen yeah exactly that's all i'm thinking about so we're gonna gain the radio 15 we're gonna gain the radio 15 and we're gonna gain more knowledge about each other because the gma is coming up right after this quick break we're gonna get to ask a lesbian gets to ask a gay man questions gay man gets to ask a lesbian questions all that's coming up right after this on the new drop the subject with jared and ali
Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new channel Q. Thanks for hanging with us, uh, Ali Johnson and Jared Hill. And you can follow us if you really enjoy our voices. Just think about how we are on Twitter. <laughs> uh, it's just as exciting at your Ali Johnson, Promise. at Jared Hill on Twitter and Instagram, and then uh, of course the show you can keep up with at DTS Show, and you can share that with people too if you uh, if you want to say, hey, you know what. If you like a podcast, why don't you listen to live radio? It's a whole nother <laughs> level of excitement, I promise. Uh, all right, let's get into the GMA. We do this on every Wednesday, and it's an opportunity for us to learn a little bit more about each other, especially since we are a new couple, which we will be doing the couples quiz later, but this is just another way to get to know each other. I always... I, I'm, I, I think about this after the fact every time we do it, that if people don't know what the MA is, it's me anything, but... Then gay MA means gay me anything. It's like it's supposed to be ask me anything. Calm down, people. It's an it's AMA. Yeah. yeah, we're it's a play on words. Yes. Okay, holes. Just, just <laughs> let, let, let's just give us a free pass there. My favorite thing is saying apple in places of the other way of I the can't A-hole, say. Yeah, right? yeah, I enjoy that. I I actually don't hate it as well. Okay, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Of course, you go first. Okay. What I want to know. Is when you go shopping, you're mainly shopping in the men's section. Okay. Is that correct? Yes. Do you enjoy and like men's clothing as much as I do? Like, I'm always in the women's section going like, I feel like there's just nothing for me. I like dressing a little more boyish, so I feel like it's really hard for me to find clothing. When you're in the men's section, do you feel like, oh, God, all this stuff is so dude-ish and so manly. I wish that I had something a little more gender neutral. Or do you generally like men's clothing and you like dressing up in suits and things like that? So... It's yes to all of the above. So I always find like women's clothes are much more like women have much more interesting things to wear. And I think the the place that you see that the most distinctly is like in red carpet moments. Like we just had the Met Gala like a week or two ago. Oh, yes. And like, yeah. And it's like usually at red carpet events, it's like men in black tuxedos or if they're wild, they're wearing a white one. You know what I mean? Like they're really doing a lot. Um, But like women have so many more options of things to wear. And so like that's always interesting to me. It's like, oh, the the dresses that they can wear and the they can do long they can do short they can do off the shoulder they can do strapless they can you know like there's so many more things and then it's like guy in a black tuxedo guy in a black tuxedo guy in a black tuxedo oh his bow tie's red interesting guy in a black tuxedo well people are doing the guys are doing that weird guy corset thing do you see that no yeah they're wearing like these little uh it's like this little Game of Thronesy kind of looking corset thing over their suits. Oh, you mean the harness thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. that's interesting, but it's still like guy in a tuxedo with a harness. <laughs> no, it's true. You know that's what I mean? Like the one accoutrement. That yeah. You're like, oh, okay. That's something different. So I always feel like women have like so many more options, and like I used to really love clothes a lot more, and like now I've, lately I've been in this period of like wearing black and gray all the time. I'm wearing black, gray, or white, or like denim, um, because it's as comfortable and it's easy. And so, but I'm like, I miss having more style and I feel like I need to pick that back up. But do you find it's hard? I mean, so you're saying if you go to like, what store would you go to in order to find a little more variety for a dude for your, for your clothing? Preferences? I don't know. I'd probably go to like a big department store or like, I'm, I'm good for like Zara. I love a Zara or, a, um, uh, a top man, top shop. 
Um, oh, okay. Those yeah. kinds of places always have good stuff. But I'm also 6'3 and 250. Like, I'm a big person. And those things are usually cut for, like, European or yeah, Five like tiny hipster nine. men that exactly. have band buns. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so. so then I feel completely the opposite. Yeah. I feel like in women's clothing, uh, there are way too many options. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what is in and what's out. Yeah. And I really wish that I could, I would like to just go to an award show and no one expects me to look like anything except for what color tux am I going to wear. Mm. And I always had a huge fascination, fascination, fascination with suits. Even when I was eight years old, I was the first thing I wanted to buy was a men's suit because I thought they looked really nice and clean. Yeah. I liked that you could just pick different colors and put the vest on and yeah. it, I just really, really liked it. And when I go to a, the women's section of any store, I'm usually like going through the men's section to get there and I'm like, oh, I love that shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that shirt. Oh, wouldn't it be nice to just find a nice, nice plain graphic tee that had something cool on it instead of like rosé all day (laughs) t-shirts so okay well this kind of i i have a different gamma question for you then so wanting to like wear more boys clothes did that ever make you or has it ever made you like question your gender or your gender expression or any of that well i think that if i had those questions they were probably uh, like i don't have those questions anymore yeah but i think i was questioning that at one point in my life especially my mom told me at one point i can't remember how old i was but she she had a miscarriage before she had me Mm. and she was supposed to have a boy okay and so in my mind that meant well she was supposed to have a boy and then she had me instead okay so i was like part of leftover boy so i don't think that's how that works that's but, not how but i get works. what you're saying i get what you know? you're saying maybe spiritually yeah i was gonna say like spiritually that that kind of resonated right so i think i have a little more masculine energy in that's... there mixed in there <laughs> i i mean again i think i'm probably wrong i, I didn't i didn't go to these classes yeah, i didn't yeah. do gender studies but that's at least how I feel. Okay. When I was growing up, I always wanted to wear boys' clothes. I always wanted to wear cowboy boots and dress like a, a like a cowboy, not a cowgirl, a mm-hmm. cowboy. And I wanted to. I mean, I wore like a pair of men's dress pants and a maroon T-shirt for like a year. Like really? that's all I wore. Yeah. And I remember being very particular about my hair it had to be like in this perfect wave quaff similar to what a guy's you know like a guy's in the a guy in the 50s would have Mm. like this really slicked wave yeah (laughs) uh, you gotta see pictures of it it's pretty pretty i'm kind of envisioning this yeah Yeah. okay Uh, i was real weird not that not that that's that weird or anything but i was also just a a strange child but Um, back then it was definitely unusual oh yeah yeah yeah, it definitely was so i think when i figured out that i was gay i was like oh well i was going back to those things when i was a kid and i was like maybe i want to wear boys clothes and do that stuff but i feel good with how butch I am at this point. I okay. don't think I need to get more butch. So I want to keep talking about this. We got to take a quick break. When we come back, more of the GMA. Plus, Allie's got the headlines. I get the votes and you get the news. News it or lose it's coming up next as well. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject returns <laughs> on the new channel Q. And uh, it is the new Drop the Subject as well. Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill is my partner in crime now. Very happy to have him here. And we are uh, 
finishing up on the gay mate, yes. Yeah, so, okay, you were saying that you were always kind of like a tomboy, I guess, as a kid, and always wanted to dress, like, in the boys' clothes and all that kind of stuff. How did your parents respond to that? Did that, because we haven't talked about your coming out story, and I know you have a coming out story. Yeah, you know what, I, I'm, like, thinking about when I want to do that. I might want to do it when we, we might, I think we might be doing a live broadcast soon. Okay. Around Pride or something yeah, like yeah. that. So maybe I'm going to save it for a special occasion. Okay. To unleash my entire story. Sweet. Maybe we'll do a whole coming out episode. That would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I would li- really like that. Um, my dad really never gave a crap at all. I think that he kind of liked it because we both liked a lot of the same things. Okay. We both liked camping. You know, we, I was very outdoorsy and so was my dad. So I think that he never really addressed it or it bothered him. It did bother my mom, I think, a little bit. Not not in like, a, I, oh, I, this is wrong okay. kind of way, but she definitely likes to bond over fashion with my sister. She was hoping for a girlier girl. <laughs> yeah. I can relate to that. She still, to this day, tries to take me shopping and is like, why don't we try this skirt on? And I'm like, no, I don't. Even She's getting better, though. Now she's like, what about this set of nice sneakers? And I'm like, yeah. So wait, um, so that's always something interesting to me, and I always think about this with Ellen DeGeneres. So you've, you feel, you don't feel like yourself if you are wearing a dress, is that what I'm hearing you say? Uh, not, yeah, not really. No. Okay. I don't really like wearing dresses. There's some, like, I actually wore a dress for my wedding, okay. and I did really like wearing that dress. Okay. I was I was going to wear, like, a nice bridal jumpsuit yeah. at one point, and then I found a dress a that I really jumpsuit. liked. Yeah. Yeah, it was going to be pretty badass. Tell me more. Yeah, it was like a white jumpsuit, but then it had, like, floral stuff on it and a little cape it was very elegant but I'm kind also, of into that yeah no it was cool but it was really hard to even try on any jumpsuits because they would be like hi okay you're gonna say yes to the dress what do you want to look at and I was like I want a jumpsuit and they'd be like oh we have like two of them here <laughs> I'd be like okay and I bet they also don't love selling those at the dress shop because they don't cost nearly as much as no they're yeah. like two or three hundred bucks some of them okay wait this idea of a bridal jumpsuit is so interesting yeah but to then me. I end up finding a dress that I liked so I was like okay I'm gonna go dress but um, I I don't in general like wearing dresses so what did you like about the dress that you did find like what what about it it felt was just right? very like Disney <laughs> Oh, it was like poofy, like no, it wasn't poofy, but it was like very simple, and it was very s- like sleek and just I don't know. I'll show you a picture. I don't really know how to describe fashion okay. stuff. Okay, let's tweet out. Can you? Would you feel comfortable tweeting out? A of photo? course, yeah. Okay, and it was so, backless. Does that help you? Okay, yeah, that helps. That'll, okay, buttons. Nice. Yep. All right. I'm, I'm <laughs> nice. Im, no, I'm imagining okay. you like in a white dress on your wedding but day. But then I also, later on, I changed out of my heels and I put on white sneaker wedges and then I danced it out nice. with my white sneaker wedges. So I'm that was like it. my little boyish moment. Okay. Yeah, so I like, I always wonder like, you know, if I ever get married, would I, what would we do? Like, do we wear matching tuxedos? Do we like wear two different colored ones? Like, I don't know. The yeah. idea of getting married seems very far away and I'm not, I don't know if I believe in marriage for myself. I go back and forth on that. So like the idea of a wedding, I've, I've never been one of the people who like has dreamed of a wedding for no, myself. No, me neither. I was never, yeah. 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 And so like when I get married there, I have very, if and when I get married, I should say, um, I have very few things that I'm going to be like really particular about, but I also love to throw a good party. Yeah. I think so that that part of you will take over a little bit Probably, if yeah. you, if you do in fact get married. Cause I was like, well, I don't care about a lot of stuff. And then they'd be like, well, what about these options? And I'd be like, no, this is what I want, <laughs> obviously. And then you start 
You know, because yeah. you have to make choices. So then you have to figure out what you want. All right. So I've been trying to figure out how we transition into News It or Lose It. It's about making choices. And <laughs> I think is. that was a good way to do Very that. Very good. So um, I think it is that time. Yes. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, I'm going to read off some headlines. Jared, you will decide what we news and what we lose. What we news, we get into at the top of the next hour. And what we lose, we throw in the trash bin. All right. The metaphorical trash bin. (laughs) Here is your first headline. Original Spice Girls bus converted into an Airbnb rental. Oh, my God. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Like their tour bus? And their tour bus, yeah. Ah, uh, totally news that. Okay, <laughs> okay, great. Uh, headline number two: the number one reason for CEO uh, t- for CEO departures in 2018 has been revealed. Um, going to news it because I feel like I remember seeing a headline that like last year more CEOs quit than ever before or something like that. Yeah, and I think that the answer when I give it to you is going to be pretty obvious. I, As we're saying that, I'm like, oh, I know what this is going to be now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. News it. Uh, headline number three. Face mites. They really grow on you. <laughs> Jesus. This is meet, meet the mites that live on your face. Is this is this like lice adjacent? Oh, uh, let's see. It might give you the creepy crawlies, but you almost certainly have tiny mites living in the pores of your face right <gasps> now. Oh my God. They're known as demodex. Or eyelash mites. Do okay, you want to know more about this? Um, I'm always fascinated with weird growth things that were gross things that we don't know about. So I'm I'm straddling the fence here because part of me is super fascinated and part of me has no does not want any of that information in my brain. <laughs> um, because you would love it, it will be my gift to you. Oh, to Oh, thank you, Jared. That is a beautiful gift you've given me. Okay, and then finally. Hippie Island, uh, a hippie island off the coast of Seattle, shifts sees shift in low vaccination rate. Oh God! There is a hippie island. I had no idea that there was a hippie island, but apparently they hate vaccination and they love not showering. Hope we can keep all of them when they get sick contained. I'm gonna lose it. (laughs) Okay, great. I agree. I am so sick of talking about vaccinations. Just vaccinate your damn kids. Okay. Okay. So what do we got? Okay, face mites—they really grow on you. (laughs) The number one reason for CEO departures in 2018, and. Original Spice Girls bus converted into Airbnb rental, a.k.a. the next Channel Q event space. I was gonna, I'm literally was just about to say, like, oh so Lord. we've got to do a live broadcast from the Spice Girls Airbnb got bus. Got a Channel Q road trip. Cannot wait for that. Um, we're also trying to get Taco Bell to give us, um, to let us go to the hotel, because I want to be there for that. Yeah. No, my friend who's in the hotel industry, remember I was telling yeah. you about some of the stuff? She, so she heard about that hotel, too. Someone and else like, was just talking to me about please, it. I'm like, can you please hook it up? You know, I know that you have some kind of connection. Connections in the hotel world. Just let them know we want like a one-nighter. Right. That's all we want. Okay. News it or lose it continues right after this break. You're listening to Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie on the new channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Okay. Drop the Subject on the new channel Q on your radio and on radio.com if you... 
Aren't sure where you want to listen to us? Hey, the answer is you can listen to us everywhere, pretty much. You can listen on your radio, HD. You can lit- listen on the intranet at radio.com. You can also listen in podcast form. Uh, pretty much, you can tell Alexa to put us on. I mean, any which way, really. You can take us wherever you go. Where you put us into your phone and put us in your headphones, and then we're in your head. We're in your head, yes, <laughs> everywhere. And we'll follow you throughout your day. You know, I was thinking recently is that Back, you know, probably 10, 20 years ago, being followed was a bad thing. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And now we are obsessed with being followed. And then when people start following us, yeah, we follow them back. And I was thinking how confused stalkers must be now. Yeah. I've always thought the word follower was really weird, (laughs) like as a choice. I was also thought that it was weird that we used the word friend on Facebook and then like Twitter, Instagram, it's followers. It's like we didn't have like any better words to use. But yeah, it was friend or follower. There wasn't like, yeah, but I don't know what the middle ground would be. Subscriber, like an acquaintance. Right. It's just weird. Yeah, the whole thing is weird. Hmm. Yeah. Strangers? <laughs> or you should be able to categorize them. I have you, this many friends, this many families, you would this think. many strangers, this many followers. Yeah. Yeah, categorize them. All right. News that are lucid. Here we go. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. bottom of the last hour, Jared decided what we would be newsing, and we are starting with the original Spice Girls bus, which has been converted into an Airbnb rental. I don't know why my body's filling with joy right now. I read this story to my wife before leaving the house today, and she wanted to know immediately where it was and when we could stay there. And it's probably going to be booked for years. Like <sighs> Everyone's going to be wanting this. I thing. mean, yeah, I can imagine that's probably going to be very expensive. Uh, here we go. Spice Girls super fans have a chance to spice up their lives. <laughs> I love it. Get started. (laughs) Um, Brace yourselves. When the girl band's original Union Jack emblazoned double-decker bus comes up for rent on Airbnb, the interior... Oh, here's the posting. Okay, hold on. I'm clicking on this. The the Airbnb posting? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's up on Airbnb. Oh, my God. It's the actual... It's got the British symbol on it and everything. The original Spice Bus from 1997. It's double-decker. It's double-decker. Read more about the space. Yes, please. (laughs) The outside of the bus looks exactly as it did in the Spice World movie with its iconic Union Jack painted exterior. I'm a huge fan... Okay, I don't care about you. Inside, guests will have the run of... both floors, which have been lovingly renovated with little odds of each of the Spice Girls and some fairly bold interiors. Uh, the bus can sleep up to three people. That's it? Th- but there were five Spice Girls. Well, I'm thinking like, first But weren't of all, those two sleeping together? Y- no. What are you yeah, Scary about? Spice and one, um, slept with one of them. Did they like hook up or were they like sleeping together? I think they just had one hook up okay. and then it was not good. Don't don't try and lesbify everybody. Right, okay, I'm just saying. There's no, five women and three beds. How well, did this I'm happen? already I'm already grateful that they kept the outside the same, but they renovated the inside because God knows it probably would have looked awful. Yeah, definitely. I don't think I, th- I think they need probably needed to update. The, I actually don't think this is very big. If you look at some of this, I mean, it definitely looks like a camper. You've got right. There's three little seats there that are overlooking a TV. A giant flat screen TV, which is cool. There's a little dining area, which is nice. Uh, And then there's just kind of a bed and then like a sleeper sofa. You know what? That's kind of it. And it says, oh, there's a big sign that says girl power over it. The reason that it only sleeps three, though, is because they don't have those stacked beds like tour bus beds normally have. You know, where it's like the bunk beds where like you can fit five people in the space of like, you know, 
20 feet or something because they have like an actual bedroom on this thing. Right, right. Okay, it says there are no kitchen facilities or running water. <laughs> oh, how luxurious. <laughs> but complimentary water and snacks will be provided. Okay. There are shops and restaurants within a few minutes walk. Oh, so you can't drive this thing? There's no Wi-Fi on the bus. The bus will be located in Market Square at Wembley Park with 24-hour oh, security. Uh, oh, it has security around the whole bus. Okay, this is getting this less is and getting, less appealing. Yeah, this sucks. Why don't we just buy a double-decker Amenities, bus? there's four amenities. Oh, wait, no, there's 11. Uh, shampoo, hangers. Okay, moving on. And essentials. I'm, I want my money back. <laughs> and then uh, let me try and add a date. Let's see. Oh, yep, it is booked. It is booked up. Until I cannot even find. There's nothing throughout the whole rest of the year. Of course there's All not. Right. Well, but it also looks like it's probably going to be awful. I can't wait for the reviews. Yeah, I think that people are going to be like, I stayed in the Spice World bus and it was not worth it. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, let's talk about the mites on your face. No. Uh, why did I say yes to this? Okay. <laughs> say yes to the mites. Why did I do it? Okay. <laughs> there are little mites growing and living on your face. And Is it too late to lose this story? It's not. No. You've made your choice. And you made it for me. So we need to, get, we need to get down and dirty into these details. Okay. They look kind of like little stubby worms. Oh. An entomologist at the California Academy of Sciences in San Francisco said, I'm taking ah. off my headphones. I can't deal with this. It's <laughs> Demodex, that's what they're called. Uh, they're just on about every adult human alive. So if you think, oh, I'm a person who never washes my face or, oh, I have OCD and I clean my face five times every 10 minutes then it doesn't matter everyone has tiny eyelash mites on them five times every 10 minutes that's a real commitment to the cause oh my lord they're actually arachnids okay i see producer justin wrapping us up so (laughs) we've got to uh maybe move along to the next story my skin is crawling and it might be face mites uh they got their name from the greek words for fat and boring worm oh god uh but i don't think that they're harmful to you face mites spend their days face down inside of your hair hair follicles nestled up against the hair shaft they nestle up against the shaft jared where you cannot see them up against the shaft they eat your sebum Okay. You know what? These are dirty. What is the other story, please? The CEOs have departed. They're dropping like Demodex flies. (laughs) Wait, okay. So I want to guess. I'm guessing that they all left over like Me Too situations of sexual harassment. So this is the top reason for CEO departures among the largest companies. Interesting. And you can't see it and I can. The picture on this article is a giant sign saying hashtag me too and this might seem like obvious news but the large the top reason for ceo departures in 2018 was misconduct that is the study yeah i guess it kind of highlights how prevalent a problem this is and was was and still is i guess um and you know industries that are not hollywood i I think it was great that hollywood kind of took it on the way that they did in the time's up movement and um you know starting and really looking at all of these other industries where you know women were finding themselves in situations where they were uncomfortable and being sexually harassed or you know sexually assaulted or or what have you so yeah and i guess it's not surprising yeah and then thinking about the ceos that are still at the top that probably are guilty of this stuff too and they're just going exactly 
who are their tie around yeah who are you know for the other shoe to drop crossing their fingers every day yeah all right we got to take a break when we come back what is manly mondays um (laughs) it has nothing to do with man can i promise you uh that's gonna be next right here on drop the subject with jared and ali on the new channel q on your radio and radio.com drop the subject we'll be right back Drop the subject. <laughs> temper, temper. Oh my God. These will not stay put. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. We still have a lot to get to on the show today. We're almost, I mean, I feel like the show is flying by, but we have the couple's quiz to still get to a little later this hour. Jared and I are basically a new couple. We're a new radio couple. So are we compatible? What kind of couple are we? We need you to know, figure out if we can last. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know. Beyond whether or not the bosses say so. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think that any couple can last longer than sometimes what the bosses allow. Well, there's that. Um, okay. We still have to do that. But first... We must talk about Manly Mondays. I did not know this was a thing. And apparently a high school in some town is doing something called Manly Mondays for their football squad to teach them how to change tires or something. Let's listen. (sighs) Okay, so you might think that playing football is all about just lifting weights, throwing a ball up and down the field. But for one local team, it is so much more than that. It is. WHNT News 19 Sports. Olivia Whitmire takes us to Athens High School. At first glance, this might look like your average spring football practice, but this one's got a little more than your typical X's and O's. Welcome to Athens High School's Manly Mondays with defensive line coach Steve Carter. Okay, so basically this high school football team, they have a coach who gives a damn about them and wants them to learn about things other than lifting weights and bench pressing 300 pounds. So he's (laughs) teaching them manly things on Mondays. I, okay, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's, it's, it, it makes me cringe a little bit, but I appreciate, you know, that he's going above and beyond. I, yes, I, I guess he's going above and beyond, but I'm interested in, in, in why we're only teaching this to men. Well, so that's why I'm cringing a little bit, but I guess we can get more into it. I think the thought is exciting. It, it, I get what they're trying to do with it, but I think it misses the mark. People are seeing that... Okay, first of all, I don't know about you, but I cannot understand that guy at all. So I don't know what they're trying to learn on Manly Mondays, but they're probably like, I don't know what the hell I'm what learning. What is he saying? What is yeah. he saying? Instead of teaching us just how to, you know, perform on the field or, you know, run X's and O's, we're learning how to be men. It started with head coach Cody Gross teaching the team how to properly shake someone's hand. and. When you're learning how to shake a man's hand by, a, by another man named Cody Gross... <laughs> I don't know if you should take that man's advice. I don't know why there feels like a Joe Biden joke lingering here somewhere. I don't know what it is, but it's there. So someone is listening. I'm going to teach you how to grab their shoulders. Yeah, exactly. And press and touch foreheads. How to massage a shoulder <laughs> yeah, when you a, say good morning. In a very platonic way. Exactly. Okay. And tie a tie. And then they moved on to the handiwork. Okay, tying a tie. I was I was actually thinking about the handiwork after the Joe Biden expects. <laughs> You're like, just one week of mandate. Ma- Hold on. This has gotten real gay. Handy Mondays now. We're learning manly handy Mondays. What were you going to say about tying a tie? Well, I just think that like I pride myself in knowing how to tie a tie. And there are a lot of guys, yeah, that don't know how to tie, tie yeah. one, but... Uh, that is a skill that I am proud to have learned. So the fact that you're teaching a guy how to tie ties and then I, th- I just think it's a useful skill for anybody. Sure. Not absolutely. just only men. 
especially because I like those little skinny Lesbo ties. I mean, yeah, I do too. Okay. While many football teams are dealing with weights and pads during practice, the Golden Eagles are armed. Also, I'm dealing with pads during practice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different path. Armed with carjacks, screwdrivers, sure. and more. One of the first Manly Mondays we did, he taught us how to cut a PVC pipe that's in a difficult position. Okay, now he's teaching them to murder? What's what's going on with the PVC he's cutting pipe? cutting PVC... I, he's doing, like, plumbing skills? I don't, see, this is like... And I think that everyone is so happy about this, like this guy's some kind of hero. Yeah. And I get that he's trying to teach them skills other than just being an athlete, but I don't... If they're doing this with one, if they're doing with this with the football team, they got to be doing this with the cheerleaders too. They got to be cutting PVC pipe. They got to be shaking people's <laughs> hands. They got to be learning how to change the oil. They got to do that stuff too. So yes. Yeah. So when I said this makes me cringe a little bit, it's because it makes me think about when we had this big discussion, maybe a year and a half or two ago, about girls being able to join the Boy Scouts. Because realistically, like we're teaching life skills here, right? We're teaching you how to build a fire and pitch a tent and you know cook food out in the wild and changing i remember learning those things but also learning how to change oil and change a flat tire and all those kinds of things and all those life skills are really important for boys to learn but there's nothing about them that is gender specific like girls need to learn how to do all of those things as well yeah. or or not necessarily need to learn how to do them but at least should have access to it if they want to you know well, the girls need to be taught how to call triple a ex- well or something <laughs> like you know what i mean like no but like, like we teach boys how, we teach women how to cook in the kitchen but we teach boys how to cook on an open fire like why can't we why can't yeah. those things men be need to learn how to survive exactly Exactly, okay, yeah. but women need to know how to make them brownies. How to, yeah, exactly. How to keep a how home to, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many men I've I've dated over the years who don't know how to cook or don't know how to do anything, and that's fine. But like, we expect that out of women, but we don't expect it out of men. Yeah, and I was in Girl Scouts for a while, and I left because I started. I was not learning the things that I wanted to learn. Sure. Thank God, women or girls can join Boy Scouts now because I wanted to learn how to pitch a tent. I wanted to learn how to make a fire. I wanted to learn how to use a Swiss Army knife, but all they were telling, they were just pushing the whole cookie thing on me. It was I was just a, sell the cookies, sell the damn cookies. Well, I was a Boy Scout, and all I really wanted was to sell those cookies. So, <laughs> so I mean, then it comes back around exactly. Yet again. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't. I I just wanted to eat the cookies. Let's just be really honest, because <laughs> we were selling like popcorn tins and whatever, and like no one was like looking forward to the popcorn no, tin no coming around cares. for Christmas. No. People wanted those damn cookies. Yeah. So he come over to the dead car. The Bible teaches us that, uh, you know, we're not supposed to make the little one stumble. <laughs> Your Bible. Uh oh. Whenever I hear that with that accent, <laughs> the, the Bible, Bible teaches, it just makes me nervous a little bit. Yeah, go, it's sorry. really hard to stay objective yeah. when the Bible. The Bible gets teaches involved. us. And we're not here to make them stumble uh, by any means. We're here to try to grow them up and, and grow them into being a man and a woman. Okay. okay. Now he said woman. It, I, do we need to address that? I'm. <laughs> Uh, do we need to address it? Because I'm ready to move past. Yeah, yeah. whoa, man. Whoa, man. I love that. He asked him, y'all got me? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Good okay, so, lesson. So these are the newscasters now commenting about what a hero. Coach this Carter says he never expected a video on him changing a tire to reach as many people as it did, but he's thankful that social media can be used to share what the Golden Eagles are doing. And he says he hopes and prays programs all across the country try to do something 
like manly Mondays and that really is so I guess for me like I don't have so much of a problem with what he's doing I, I think I think it's noble because I think most like coaches and uh, you know people who are teachers like they're already you know extended way beyond what they probably should be so like I appreciate that level of it but I also think that we we probably should be figuring out how to do this with the cheerleaders as well yeah and I think it bothers me a little bit that she's saying this news anchor is saying we all need to be doing something a little more like manly Mondays. is you know the I mean? point of high school athletics. I mean, it's great yeah. if you go on. It is the point of high school athletics. It's the, That's what she goes so far as to say. I think the point of high school athletics is like team building. I'm not even going to argue with her on that one. Um, <laughs> no, it's so, Manly Mondays, It's Manly Jared. Mondays. That's what it is. Yes. Um, okay, well, the point of this show today has been our couples quiz and the fact that we need to figure out if we're compatible based upon an internet quiz. So, when we, <laughs> when we come back, um, more of the Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie, we're going to be figuring out who we are and if we fit together, mm-hmm. don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. And before we get out of here, we must do the couples quiz. Jared and I are we're in it. We're in it together. We are a duo. We are building a new show together. So why not figure out, of course, after the fact, if we are compatible? Exactly. Okay. Well, I mean, we did it. It's on brand because we helped Justin figure out if he was ready to get engaged after he'd done that. So I feel like this is at least a theme that we're creating. Okay. So this is from psychologies.co.uk. Oh, so you know it's trustworthy. Yeah, it is. I Anything mean, with I, a British accent, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I think that people with wonky teeth should be making these. Oh, no. <laughs> no comment. Judgmental? No. No comment. Okay, question number one. You and your other half go out for the evening. Mm. One, this is exceptional. We usually stay at home together. Uh, two, your partner usually decides when and where to go. Three, we usually have a date night on the weekends. Four, nothing out of the ordinary. We're always together. And five, we had to juggle diaries to fit it in. Well, we have gone out on a date night. We have gone out on a date Mind night. Mind you, and it was, was with your your wife and your visiting friend, but yeah. we did go out on a date night. We, we did, but you you invited me and my wife to it. Yes. So you were already doing it and you invited me there. So should we say your partner usually decides when and where to go? No, that sounds like... You're the only one making the decisions. Mm, let's see. I think the date night one is the best. The best answer because it sounds. We good usually for us. have a date night on the weekends. I wouldn't say usually, but we we have some things to do. Yeah, I think. Well, and I mean, it's we are every always weekend. together. We're together every day now, so I right. think this is a good middle ground. I definitely wouldn't say we juggle our diaries to fill it in. I don't even know what the hell that means. I guess that's a British thing. I mean, I have some travel coming up, and we've had to juggle that. I guess. But, <laughs> I guess know. so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have to juggle the diary. Okay, moving on. Question number two: In terms of taste and ideas, like books, films, political views, cultural and spiritual views, are we rather different? And that's fine. Two, we have our own preferences and it sometimes gives rise to heated discussions between Mm. us. Mm -hmm. Three, we have little in common and we don't have meaningful conversations. (laughs) Four, we share views on most things. And five... I end up pandering to their tastes. Mm. Ooh. I would say, A, we're rather different. 
We're rather different and that's and fine. that's fine. Yeah. And I don't think that we get into heated discussions yet. Yeah. Well, I'm sure say, we will only, in the future. Sure, I was going to say, we're only four weeks in. Give us some a little time. Yeah. I think that we're four weeks in. Usually by four weeks, you're like sleeping together and you're in this wonderful honeymoon phase. Right. And you're like, I think we're doing this. Oh my God. What's, what's the, the work wife, the work marriage equivalent of hooking up? I don't know what that is. Of Oh, of hooking up? Uh, sharing a microphone? <laughs> Which we haven't done yet, but I'm willing to go there. I'm I'm willing to go there, okay. even though that's a different show. Yeah, on this ne- on this network. Yeah, I wonder if they do that. Okay, question number three: When a conflict is brewing in your relationship, you mm-hmm. tend to one let your partner have their own way to avoid an uh, to avoid an argument, so mm-hmm. avoidance. Two, wait it out. Three, provoke a blazing row so that Yikes. you can both get things out in the open. Mm-hmm. Four, speak calmly. And five, blame your partner for causing trouble. Okay, how do you deal with this with Katie when you see something growing? Uh, When I did this quiz for her and I, I did provoke a blazing row so that you can both get things out in the open. Because we actually are really good with communications, but if some yeah. with communication, but if if we need to have a fight, we both know that we need to have a fight, yeah. so we will just do things until that happens. So I haven't had a relationship where I had fights in years. Um, usually, I, and I've I, I realized this in my most recent relationship that I've gotten better about like if I see something is like beginning to be an issue for me or for for him, um, I usually won't let things go for more than a few days before before I address them. It seems like you are a person who doesn't mind. T- not not con- confronting in an aggressive way, but just yeah. bringing something up if there is an issue, right? Yeah, like I'm I I I, I say I'm non-confrontational, but like I I'm not afraid of like of oh, bringing okay. it to the surface. Exactly, right. saying so like okay, so this is an issue. You know, I don't like the way that you said X or you did whatever. Um, and so I've not had a problem with that. I've, I feel like I've always been that way, but lately, like I said in my last relationship, I, I wouldn't let something bother me for more than like three days okay. before I would say something. So should about we do it. speak calmly? I would, we would say so. I think we would speak calmly I to each too. other. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a pretty good relationship yeah. uh, answer. Yeah. I, I think we're doing well on this. Okay. So far. Question number four. How long, oh, how often do you socialize with your friends? So frequently, if they, if they uh, oh, frequently, they often come around. Uh, two, now and then we have a few very close friends. Three, we often all go out together. Four, we see our friends separately a lot of the time. And five, only very occasionally. What was the first one? Frequently, and they often come around. Well, I was going to say, like, I've invited friends as, that are guests on the show. Does that count? Yeah, I, I mean, let's see. We, but I don't think we would be, we often all go out together. No. Uh, let's see. I would say maybe we see our friends separately a lot. Yeah, I think that's probably the most Because accurate. that's, yeah, I mean, you know. We, you, we occasionally bring our friends on the show. Right. But for the most part. Uh, all right, here we go. Question number five. The words that best summarize the goals of your relationship. Now, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Number one, ratings. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, She's like, paying my bills. Yeah, yeah, paying my bills and keeping my job. Uh, okay, well, that would say security and stability. That's okay. the first one. Tenderness and support. Mm. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Number three, mutual exchange and openness to the world. That also feels like being on the radio. It doesn't. It does, yeah. doesn't it? Mutual exchange and openness to the world. Yeah, seems very nice and meta. And then four, motivation and assistance. Weird. That seems like we're senior citizens. Motivation and assistance. What does that even mean? If someone picks that for their relationship, then I think that's like a mother daughter. Like what? What? Motivation I don't think a romantic assistance. couple would say my relationship goals are motivation and assistance. 
Yeah. Okay. What's the last one? And the last one is comfort and safety. So I would say either security and stability or the mutual exchange of openness to the world. Yeah. I'm I'm down for it's A or C, right? Mm-hmm. Um Mutual Exchange and Openness to the World. That sounds really It sounds really uh poignant. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, that makes us sound smart. Okay, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish this quiz and uh, wrap it all up and figure out if we're a good couple or not. Mm-hmm. Um, ginger Justin is doing his the thing with his finger where he's like, get out of here. And uh, we got to take a quick Twirling his break. ginger hand. <laughs> we'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. We are still getting to know each other. We are a new couple, a new radio couple, so we are trying to figure out if we are a compatible couple. This will tell us what kind of relationship we're in. I mean, we're basically... Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, we're the toast of the town. Yeah, except, you know, I'm definitely less... Uh, well, I don't want to crap on myself. I'm, I'm pretty, too, Are in you, my own way. <laughs> uh, wait, were you about to make me Meghan Markle? No. Because I'm black? Is no, that what this is? No, I wasn't at all. I was uh-huh. just going to say I was comparing myself to the girl in the relationship, oh, okay. and I was like, mm, yeah, she's definitely a lot cuter than I am. She's cuter than everybody, though. Like, yeah, I know. She's, who can live up to that? She's... Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Um... Question number six. We've got... Okay, yes. Who in your relationship brings new ideas or suggests adventures? One, we share in these discussions. Two, my partner usually does it. Three, oh, it's about equal between us. Four, there's neither of us who do it. We just kind of sit there and stare at each other. Or number five, sometimes it's me, mostly my partner. New ideas. Well, I feel like I'm the new person in here, so I usually have to bring up the new ideas, mm-hmm. I guess. like. Well, then maybe we share in these discussions. Yeah, I would say that's about right. Mm, yeah, it's a, or it's about equal between us. Because even as we're... Even as we're like coming up with ideas for this show it's like what are your ideas what are my ideas what are ginger justin's ideas um so yeah i would say we share it yeah and then you bring up things that are political and serious and right. those aren't really in my comfort zone but i compromise because i'm a nice uh, person in a relationship oh wait are you just always compromising just no so i'm just I saying can... that I, that is not my area of expertise but it is your area of expertise i i are you upset are we uh, well i'm just thinking like are we just like a really boring perfect couple <laughs> Because I feel like our answers are all pretty good. You know what? Yeah. Everything is fine. fine. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, We share in these discussions. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Question number seven. You have to work late and your partner finds that there's not much at home to cook for dinner. This is going to be tougher to answer. I was going to say, right. They order takeaway. I think that that's the answer that's a, right i think that we would probably just get justin to get us something no we would do it ourselves well uh, yeah yeah uh the other options are they wait for you uh they call and ask you what they should do they go to the supermarket oh we have so, an answer for this what? because every morning af- as we're coming out of our meeting one of us will be like oh i'm going to grab coffee anybody want that's true. You, yeah. if you, if one of us is going, you always yeah, yeah, just yeah. by default ask. So what? So then, yeah, they they ask what you want to do. Yeah, is that the one we're gonna do? Okay, yeah. that's the one we're going with. Okay, number eight. We're almost done here. Uh, let's see. You both eat dinner every day at the same time, seven thirty sharp. Whatever time you both get home, often at the same time, or it's flexible. I guess we'll just go with it's flexible. It's flexible yeah. Okay, it's flexible. This stuff is not very relevant. Question nine is, the plumber has to come around on Wednesday morning. Uh Uh-oh. 
Which one of you has sex with them first? No. Just, uh, let's How see. long ago was Guy Fieri in your bathroom? This is like who waits for the plumber to get there okay. situation. Okay. So I guess, uh, like, say if there was something, God forbid, that went wrong with the equipment in here mm-hmm. and an engineer had to come. It'd be who, Justin. Who would wait around? It would be Justin. It'd be our our our, the, our third. Okay, so then I would just, let's see, blame it on someone else. Uh, uh, your partner books the day off. I'm just going to go with you negotiate according to your diaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. This is British yeah. diaries. Okay, okay and Calendars. then finally, uh, all right, the last two questions here. Who make the decisions about finance, holidays, home interior, and weekend activities? Uh, let's see. There are no set rules. Both of you are discussing things together. Every decision is taken by mutual agreement, or you do the home stuff, your partner does the rest. I feel like I'd probably be decorating our house, wouldn't I? Yeah, you would definitely be decorating the house. So you do the home stuff, and then I do the rest? Okay. I think that's probably (laughs) about right. All right, final question. Uh, Your relationship is more like a nest, a springboard, a castle, a ship, or a train? That's so difficult. What does that even mean? See, this was the easiest one for me. Well, what does it mean? Okay, give them to me again. I okay, a nest. I don't. I don't think we're a nest. I think nests are a little safe. Okay. A springboard, which I, I mean, that just doesn't resonate with me. A castle, too big, drafty, cold. <laughs> a, a ship. Oh, that makes sense. You know, you don't know which way the wind is blowing. One day it could be great. One day it could be turbulent. Right. You don't really know what's going on. And then a train is just kind of chugging, tr- chugging along, trying to stay on the track and not get uh, into like a horrible Amtrak is that, crash. Which, is that the one you were going to vote for? The train? I was either going to do ship or train. Um, A ship getting tossed around in the waves and all that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, I guess a train. I think train too, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. radio's kind of like you're, I mean, radio and trains kind of were say, invented at the same time, weren't they? I was going to say, well, but radio and ships, like, you never know what's getting tossed at you. Okay, and, just, uh, Jarrett, here, we have, this is it. This is what, this is what, uh, our fate? This is our fate. Okay. We got best friends forever. If oh. your relationship was a film genre, it would be a buddy movie. You oh. have a great desire to merge and enjoy similar ideals, tastes, and activities. You rarely go anywhere without each other, but although being in agreement is important to you as a couple, you don't cut yourselves off from the world. Nice. How exciting. I will also say that when I took the, the quiz for me and my wife, we also got this one. Okay. So I think that having a, a, a radio wife and a real wife... Um, it seems yeah. to be a copacetic relationship so well, far, I unless like, my marriage goes south, in which case this one might. Well, I we have to like revisit this quiz like every six months or something. That's a good idea. Yeah, and yeah see after if we were we've right. had a lot of problems, like a lot of turbulence, maybe we've had our first fight, mm-hmm, start mm-hmm. complaining about each other but, uh, behind each other's backs after, and things like that. Yeah, after they like changed our time slot and <laughs> we've got, you know, a different... And we're from 10 p.m. to midnight. <laughs> Exactly right, yeah, right. And then we can do this again and recheck. Okay, so we're supposed to be best friends forever. Yeah. That's a good I mean, way- it says forever here, and this is according to England. I, so. I think that, well, so it's true because it came in a British accent. Um, okay, well, good for us. Yeah. That's a win. I think that's it's a win for now. Um, everybody, you can chime in. Let us know if we got these answers right or wrong. I'm pretty sure we got them all right. But um, you can tweet at me, at Jarrett Hill. You can tweet at Allie. At your Allie Johnson. And you can tweet at the show at DTS Show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. You can go to our website, wearechannelq.com. We appreciate you joining us. Make sure that you uh, share the show. Tell people about it. Make sure to download the podcast. And we'll uh, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.